Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Personnel and Public Employees Committee meeting. The meeting is now called to order at one o'clock. Will the clerk please establish a quorum? Thank you, Chair. Councilmember Lalowie? Here. Councilmember Valenzuela? Here. Councilmember Maple? Here. And Chair Kaplan? Here. So we have a quorum. Um, I'm assuming every one of you are here because you've submitted an application. If we have anybody who wants to have public comment on items not um, in front of you on the agenda, please fill out a uh, public card. But I would now like to do the land acknowledgement and pledge of allegiance and would turn it over to my vice chair. Awesome. My pleasure. Please stand if you are able. Please rise for the opening acknowledgments in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisenan people, the Southern Maidu, Valley and Plains Miwok, Potuan Wintum peoples, and the people of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe. May we acknowledge and honor the native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather together today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contributions, and lives. Thank you. Now, pledge, salute. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, thank you. Happy holidays, everyone. As just a preface, I wanna say thank you. I know many of you, this is taking a break during your work day. So first and foremost, thank you for applying to be an appointee on our boards and commissions. Really appreciate it. So our first order of business uh, for our special meeting is the adoption of the consent calendar. Any questions, concerns, comments? So we do not have oh, wait. a consent we, calendar. Oh, that's right, we meeting. don't, sorry. I read a script and that bullet point is still there. <laughs> Apologize. All right, so now we get to move on to our uh, items that uh, we are here for. So item one is the review of the applicants for the Animal Care Services Citizen Advisory Committee. We have two seats before us, Jacob. Thank you, Chair. The seats needing recommendation today for the Animal Care Services Citizens Advisory Committee are seats F and G. Uh, requirements for seats F and G are identical and as follows. Uh, members must represent the community at large. Uh, they're not to be an animal care professional or affiliated with an animal welfare organization. Uh, they should also be a resident of the city of Sacramento. We have four applicants for review today. Our first applicant is Kathleen Garcia. Good afternoon. You got two minutes. Thank you very much. My name is Kathy Garcia. I am currently a member of the Animal Care Services Committee. Uh, my interest and passion is animal, animal welfare. Um, sorry, lost my spot. Um, I am committed to this committee and its purpose to bring positive changes and improvements to animal care services. I'm very proud of the work we have accomplished thus far, and my hope is to continue with this work in progress by remaining on this board. Uh, one of our charges as a committee is to educate, engage, and inform 
public and seek public input regarding animal care services in the city. I'm currently working with the community engagement department to set up community meetings, workshops, and attend events. This committee has held one such public meeting. I am also working with shelter staff to update, revise, and bring back a shelter informational brochure, which will also be available for the public, and we hope to have this in several languages at some point in the near future. I have secured several spaces, um, sections of uh, neighborhood community newspapers to uh, promote the availability and adoptions of animals in the shelter. So we're getting a little bit of publication out there and a picture of a dog or a cat every week in, in those publications. Um, I've recently been involved in the um, RFP process for a shelter needs assessment. We're working, currently working on that. Um, and I'm helping um, coordinate a District 3 office staff. They wanted to do a day at the shelter to experience the life of a shelter animal. And that's open to any district that wants to do that. <laughs> um, this. Um, Thank you for being here today. If you could please provide your, your final. Your oh, last sentence. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Um, I feel my um, experience not only on this committee, but in management and nursing um, makes me a valuable asset. It's been an honor and a privilege to serve in this capacity. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Our next applicant is Christy Middleton. Hi, good afternoon. Um, first, thank you, Jacob, for facilitating this. I appreciate your help. I'm Christy Middleton, and I moved to Sacramento a year ago from the Bay Area. My entire career, um, starting when I was 15 years old as a volunteer at the Animal Assistance League in Chesapeake, Virginia, has been dedicated to helping animals. I have worked in animal shelters. I have worked for humane organizations from the Humane Society of the United States to end defensive animals. Um, I have worked on policy at the municipal and the federal level. Having moved to Oak Park a year ago, I get to see the impacts of um, animal issues in our community every single time I take my dog for a walk, whether it's seeing dogs who probably never get to leave their backyards and go for a walk to the cat who just had a litter of kittens down the street from my house. These are issues that are, of course, things that affect all of us and the animals in our community, um, but they're things that I'm very passionate about and I'm excited about addressing. I also, um, as I mentioned, have worked on policy issues, um, not just surrounding dogs and cats, but helping um, pass legislation in Oakland that later um, helped with influencing federal legislation to help animals used for entertainment issues. I'm a founding member of East Bay Animal Pack in um, the Bay Area, where we helped with getting elected officials elected into office to help on animal issues and then helping them with deciding what issues were actually important for us to address in the community. And further to that, having um, spent over 20 years working in the animal advocacy field, I have an extensive network of professionals who I can consult with on a variety of issues from cats and dogs to wildlife, uh, exotic animals, and beyond that. Um, it's something that I'm incredibly passionate about, have devoted my life to, and I look forward to hopefully helping additional animals here in the Sacramento area. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Our next applicant is Leah Morris.
Hello, thank you for um, accepting my application to be reappointed to this board. I'm interested in continuing to serve on this committee, uh, having now devoted about two years to learning about the issues at the shelter, learning about how the community interacts with the shelter, understanding what some of the staff roles are and the needs at the shelter. And um, as we, I presented to you in September at our annual report, we've started to now move forward on some projects that uh, hopefully will improve services both at the shelter and for our community. And so I'm very much interested in continuing on this committee to pick up and continue with those projects. In particular, the project related to the um, a request for proposal for a needs assessment. We have interviewed, uh, we received uh, applications, interviewed a participant for that, have gone through the city procurement process and looking at the um, references and are hopefully going to start with a uh, organization to do the needs assessment in January. And I'm excited to hopefully continue on with that. This is a needs assessment to look at the physical structure and the staffing and volunteer challenges and ensure or look at what it takes to ensure that our shelter meets animal service uh, best practices. So I hope to continue with that. In terms of knowledge and experience that I bring, I, the, the two years that I've been on this committee so far and then this past year serving as chair, I feel like I've learned a lot about how to work with the city staff, how to work with the roles and responsibilities of a commission. I have 40 years of uh, human health care policy background, program development, program administration, personnel development and administration, budget planning, a uh, variety of human health care policy work that I think uh, contributes to the work that I've uh, experienced so far in the two years with this committee. And I really appreciate any support from your committee to continue with this work as I look forward to working with Kathy and other members if she continues on the committee as well and we appreciate your support for our activities. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Our last applicant is Sylvia Sines. They do not appear to be here this afternoon. Uh, that concludes our review of applicants for the Animal Care Services Citizens Advisory Committee. All right, members, we have uh, two seats before us. We have four applicants. Um, just as something that I've expressed before, um, I always tend to want to give a little bit of deference to uh, experience of having served and how important continuing of services outside of other circumstances, life, other things that do come up. Uh, so I will uh, turn it over to the first one, uh, Ms. Valenzuela. Thank you, um, and having the pleasure of serving on this committee when we did the whole restructuring of this board. Um, what a process. <laughs> and just by the luck of the draw, these two incumbents ended up with a shorter term since we were staggering the appointments um, as we started this new committee. And so I am very sensitive both to the incredible experience of all the applicants, um, but also to the fact that it does feel like we'd be cutting these two off midstream right as they're starting to hit their strides. So I would like to nominate um, the two incumbents to continue. I'm Kathleen Garcia for seat G and um, Leah Morris for seat F um, for another term. Um, I'd like to second that and also um, want to say thank you for your service um, as you know I was serving on a commission before it's really great when you um, start your work to be able to finish out that work um, and sometimes it can be really frustrating if you start a project and then you know you're halfway through your term and now um, or you have a shorter term and then you're not able to complete that so I definitely want to give you the opportunity but for Miss Middleton I do want to say I was really impressed with your experience um, 
I used to actually represent an animal welfare organization in the state capitol. And um, so I really appreciate your advocacy and work on animal welfare and hope that we can engage you in other ways on animal issues here in the city of Sacramento. There's lots of opportunities, including engaging with these two wonderful ladies here. I'm sure that we can um, hopefully get you to, to come in, whether it's volunteer or um, help serve in some other way. We hope to see you soon. Thank you. We have a motion and a second for seat F and seat G. Are we all in favor? Aye. Aye. Great. Thank you. Please continue your good service, and I know it won't be the last of seeing you, Ms. Milton. All right. Uh, Jacob, item two. Thank you, Chair. Our next item is review of applicants for the Ann Land and Bertha Henschel Memorial Funds Commission. Uh, the seats needing recommendations uh, today are seats E and H. Uh, requirements for seat E and H are identical and as follows. Uh, a member representing the community at large. Oh, my apologies. One moment. Oh, did I forget? Were there any public comments on, on item one? There were no public comments on item one. <laughs> uh, so the qualifications for seat E and H are as follows. A member representing the general public who shall be a resident of the city of Sacramento. Uh, we have two applicants for review today. Um, our first applicant is Catherine Rule. Hi, good afternoon. My name is Catherine Rule, and um, I live in the city of Sacramento. And I'm interested in serving on this board and commission as, as a community member. I would like to become more actively engaged in um, issues that are of deep importance to not only myself, but the entire community uh, here in the, in the city. And um, the issues associated with homelessness, which is um, what this uh, particular commission is um, looking to address um, is something that we are, are confronted with every day, um, where, regardless of where, uh, where you happen to live within the city of Sacramento. It's a major challenge, and I think it's something that um, every member of the community should be looking to try and um, find creative solutions to try and help um, not only the people who are living on the streets and trying to find longer-term solutions, but also um, those of us living in the community trying to um, understand how best to support that um, you know, challenged community. Um, my knowledge, I um, do not work in homelessness issues right now. I work in um, surface water and water quality, um, but I am familiar with um, you know, working with a diverse set of um, community members across um, a lot of challenging um, issues and um, challenges. And I think that um, you know, managing budgets and understanding how to allocate those limited resources to their best effect is something that I have quite a bit of experience with in my um, professional experience. And so I hope that that would lend itself to this particular position as well. And that's what I've got. Thank you. Uh -huh. Thank you. Our next applicant is Talbot Smith. Morning. Um, I am interested in serving on the board because, or the commission, because I currently am serving on the commission. I was appointed six years ago, and or almost six years ago. I'm currently the president of the commission, and everybody else on the commission asked me to reapply so I could be president for another year, and I would love to do that. I um, have about 35 years of management experience with the state of California. I've got six years experience with this commission, 
and I think we do good things. I think every year we look for ways to improve our processes and to make our processes and our our meetings more transparent and make it more clear what we're what we're doing and what we're basing our grants upon. And so I would like to continue that good work with the people that are currently on the commission and whoever else you choose to appoint today. Thank you, Mr. Smith. Um, members, we have two applicants for two seats. So can we, uh, seat E be Ms. Rule and seat H be Mr. Smith? Are we good with that as a motion? All right, I'll second that. Perfect, are we all in favor? Aye. Thank you for your service and continued service. We appreciate you. All right, Jacob, item three. Thank you, Chair. Our next item is review of applicants for the Civil Service Board. Uh, the seat needing recommendation today is seat A. Uh, requires, requirements for seat A are as follows. A uh, member who is a citizen of the city and has no connection with city government. Uh, we have three applicants for review today. Our first is Gwene Bird. I don't believe she'll be here today. She uh, notified us beforehand that um, uh, she has some conflicts and would not be able to make it. Um, our next applicant is Daniel Rubenstein. It does not look like they are in the audience today. And then our final applicant is Sylvia Sines. And they are not present either. All right, Council Member Valenzuela. Um, I'd like to make a motion to reappoint the incumbent for seat A, uh, Ms. Bird, to keep her seat for one more term. Okay, we have a motion. Second by Council Member Lilloe. All in favor? Aye. Aye. All right, thank you. Um, I'll give Jacob a minute to catch up. We are moving mightily quickly. I am trying to give us a little extra time today, being Council Day. So, item four, Jacob. Thank you, Chair. It's much appreciated. Uh, our next item is review of applicants for the Sacramento Housing and Redevelopment Commission. Uh, the seats needing recommendation this afternoon are seats B and D. Uh, the requirements for seats B and D are identical and as follows. Uh, a member appointed by the Sacramento City Mayor with approval of the City Council who is not an elective officer or an employee of the city or county. Uh, we have five applicants for review today. Our first applicant is Emmanuel Amanfor. Hello, hello. Good afternoon, commissioners. Um, just to begin, as far as why I'm interested in serving in this uh, commission, um, so currently right now I serve in this role in this commission as the chair for the Sacramento Housing and Redevelopment Commission. Um, when I first started, it was right when the pandemic started. Um, so with that, I had a rare opportunity to actually see the impact in regards to low-income housing and especially homelessness. So being there on the ground with both city council member and also uh, county board supervisor and also SHRA uh, staff, being able to really identify ways to really help people was really one of the key passions as far as why I want to join this. I want to maintain my seat in this role. Um, and also, as far as my experience, um, I do have lived experience. Um, but basically, I have, I have, thank you, no problem. So I have lived experience in regards to experience in homelessness coming from low-income housing, but I think my professional experience really speaks loud 
my professional experience ranges from being able to really review documentation regarding contracts, um, legislation, and also really connecting closely with the constituents. I also have a master's in public health, so I was ensure that whatever decision that we make regarding any new development has a public lens and, public lens and also equity lens. Um, I think uh, my ability to really connect closely to constituents was really impactful um, because some of their issues and concerns, I was able to elevate it up to those who were able to make some changes. So in regards to me uh, retaining the seat, I'll be honored uh, to retain the seat. And yeah, so thank you all. Thank you. Our next applicant is Barry Boyd. Does not appear Barry Boyd is in the audience today. Uh, Joseph Cartwright. Hello, commissioners. Thank you for having me today. Uh, the reason why I'm interested in this position is um, I come from a unique background of being a short-term rental property manager. And I feel that my expertise can help preserve you know, the integrity of our communities, but also supporting local business owners. Um, really cool thing that I've been able to do for my investors is to um, incorporate co-living, where we're not just renting the entire house, but we're renting by the room. And I've actually had experience you know, housing you know, homeless people and, you know, having other organizations pay, you know, for that. And so I believe that there's a way that we can, you know, stop homelessness and, you know, still be able to provide affordable housing. And at the same time, it helps, you know, our small business owners that are trying to invest. They see the, you know, the impact that Sacramento is growing and they want to play a part as an investor, but they also, you know, they need to generate cash flow. And so I feel I can provide very interesting insight on helping in that regard as a property manager. I've experienced you know, knowing what neighbors need when there's an Airbnb in their area, as well as you know, what are the needs of an investor. And so I look forward to yeah, being on this board so I can provide that insight. So thanks for having me. Thank you. Our next applicant is Joseph Kim. Hello, commissioners. How are you guys doing today? Um, I'm applying for this position because I was a part of the AAPI Lift program, which tries to provide Asian Americans more positions in government. And I really think this aligns with me personally because I do digital marketing. I founded T-Grip Motion is a small uh, business in California. and. We do digital marketing. We provide lead generation, and uh, recently we finished our toy drive uh, in downtown at the, uh, it is called Cornerstone Restaurant. And so I was uh, pretty delighted to see you guys have a toy drive in, in the front as well and collecting toys for tots. But I'm actively engaged in the community. I partner with many small businesses in Sacramento, and we do uh, event planning, and I also, as my side hustle, do property management. I currently um, manage eight properties, four of them in the greater Sacramento, one in Davis, one in Clarksburg, and one in Carmichael now. Um, yes, so I have experience in midterm rentals and long-term rentals. I really want to give you guys the opportunity to see from a lens of a young entrepreneur. I live in Midtown myself, and I'm also aware of the 
housing problem situation as renters, and we have homeless people. I just had a neighbor, neighbor move into my backyard, which we had to call and get him evicted. So I feel like I'm on the front lines. I actually very grassroots and rode my bike to this meeting today. So just wanted to throw that out there. I am a bikey and like to uh, go on a bike often around Sacramento. So giving you guys my insights, I think would be valuable to this committee. Thank you. Thank you. Our last applicant today is Andres Ramos. Good afternoon, Chair and members. I'm Andres Ramos. I currently serve on the Sacramento Housing and Redevelopment Commission in CD. Uh, I'm interested in continuing my service on the commission. I was appointed for a partial term and would like to continue to serve a full term. Um, it has been a great privilege serving on the commission the past year and a half, really learning more closely about SHRA's programs. The reason it matters to me is because I am in part a product of SHRA's programs. I was born in Sacramento, and my first housing in Sacramento was in public housing. Uh, in the new Helvetia Alder Grove uh, living off of Broadway. Uh, so my family is directly benefited from SHRA's programs, going from there then into affordable housing, and then ultimately my single mother becoming a homeowner. So really seeing the larger picture of housing and opportunities that SHRA provides uh, is really the story of my family. So it's been a pleasure being part of SHRA and its mission. Uh, but in my professional life, I also work on housing uh, I work uh, as an attorney with a nonprofit advancing state policy relating to affordable housing, fair housing, and renters' rights. Uh, and so while I work on housing day to day at the state level, getting to see how it looks like at the local level has been really, uh, has really enriched my understanding of housing even further and allowed me to provide a unique perspective, not only informed by my family's experience, but also from my professional background as well. Uh, and while we typically are very collaborative and usually always agree, uh, every now and again, uh, you know, a different perspective really makes a difference. And I think I've been able to provide that, um, that unique perspective that my life experience and professional experience offers. So I would love to continue to serve on the commission and respectfully ask for your renomination. Thank you. All right, so we have five applicants, uh, two seats, seat B and seat D. Uh, I will turn it over to Vice Chair Maple. Thank you, Chair. Um, uh, well, first of all, thank you to everyone uh, who made it out. Thank you for biking here. We really appreciate active transportation in the city of Sacramento um, and and for the, the expertise in the room. Um, uh, it's always really difficult when you have this many people who are who are very qualified and 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 would be great in the role. But again, I'm, I'm brought back to that desire to to ensure that folks who are incumbents who are already on this board who want to continue their work are able to do so. I think that's um, a wonderful thing to do. And thank you for taking the time out to come here. Um, and so, you know, with that, I'd like to make a motion to um, appoint Mr. Emmanuel Amanafor to seat B, and then Andres Ramos to seat D. And just wanted to, again, say I hope that we can engage, um, you know, if this goes through, if this passes, um, we can engage the others who showed up today to um, apply for one of our other boards and commissions that you're interested in or get engaged in the city in, in other ways because we need everyone to be the great city that we are. Thank you. We have a, we have a motion by the vice chair. Next is uh, Ms. Valenzuela. 
Thank you. I will um, second the motion and say if you're going to do toy drives, um, we should talk, Mr. Kim, because we that box in front is for actually the kids at New Helvetia and CV Circle, and I'd love to always bring in more partners to that work. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, keep keep engaged. There's always tons of boards and commission appointments. Really appreciate everybody's time and um, energy. And, yeah, I'm happy to second the motion. All right. Keep up the good work, you two. Motion and second. All in favor, aye. Aye. All right. Little tip, uh, Mr. Kim. Check your address. Do you put your Carmichael address, which says you're not in the city of Sacramento? <laughs> update it. So when you apply, update it. <laughs> All right. Jacob, moving to five for applicants for the Housing Code Advisory and Appeals Board. Chair. Oh, and for the record, we had no public comments on the uh, last item. Uh, item. Do we have any public comments submitted on any item? At this time, no. All right. Um, so item five is, yes, review of applicants uh, for the Housing Code Advisory and Appeals Board. Uh, seat needing recommendation today is seat C. Uh, requirements for seat C are as follows. Uh, a member uh, must not be an employee of the city of Sacramento. Uh, we have one applicant today, uh, George Intablian. Thank you. Good afternoon. My name is George Intablian. I currently serve as the chair of the Housing uh, Appeals Board right now. And as mentioned earlier, I feel that having the institutional knowledge on a board like this, especially that has taken me years to really learn a lot of the processes and procedures when it comes to city code and housing code um, has really been very important, especially as we have several new members on the board. Um, being able to give back um, to a community that I've now lived in for almost 20 years has also been very rewarding. And being able to volunteer for something like this um, is actually more near and dear to my heart since I currently also uh, provide low income housing um, throughout the city of Sacramento as well. So I've enjoyed being able to not only provide that, but then also see the other side of it as well and provide input and to make some changes um, when things come up with working with city staff. Uh, I also serve as a, a public service, public servant in the last 16 years locally as well. Um, so again, I, I just really enjoy being part of my community. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, members, we have one applicant and a seat, so I'd like to reappoint Mr. George uh, Entablian uh, for seat C on this. All right, and we're, and we're good. All right, all in favor, aye. aye. All right, now moving on to item six, which is review of the applicants for the Planning and Design Commission. Thank you, Chair. Uh, the seats needing recommendation today for the Planning and Design Commission is seat J. Uh, the requirement for seat the requirements for seat J are as follows: uh, requires a member with demonstrated interest, training, or experience in master planning, land use, or land policy, housing policy, large scale construction, urban planning, urban design or mid and high rise urban, commercial, institutional, and mixed use projects. We have- Before you begin, um, Chair, may I ask a quick question for to you just to see, because I saw seat L was vacant as well. Are we gonna be taking that up today too, or just seat J? Just seat J. Okay, cool, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so Council Member. Of course, of course. <laughs> uh, 
those were provided to uh, staff for review. Uh, staff did not find that there were um, qualified applicants for uh, seat L at this time. Uh, so we have five applicants for review today. Our first applicant is Robert Blunt. Good afternoon, members of the committee. I'm honored and excited to be interviewing for a seat on the Sacramento Planning and Design Commission. As a strategic researcher for Carpenters Local 46, I have been deeply engaged in city planning processes. I've also worked to bring members of our union into, into the planning process, helping more voices from our community be heard and engaged. I have learned from the planning and management academies, as well as working with members of Local 46 the importance of everyday Sacramento residents being involved in how our city grows and changes. As a planning commissioner and a resident, I will continue to bring that perspective to the commission. My more than 20 years of experience as a strategic researcher for organizations representing working families and governing bodies like the SEC will be a valuable resource to the commission as I will use that experience to analyze planning and design proposals to safeguard fruitful and responsible development for all taxpayers working families, and communities in Sacramento. Ever since moving to Sacramento a few years ago, I've been excited about where the city is headed. And I am proud to call the city my home because of this incredible, diverse communities and cultures, as well as the considerate leadership of individuals like you, the members of this committee. From Councilmember Laloi championing affordable housing projects like the 1212 Village Apartments, to Councilmember Maples, efforts to ensure Aggie Square makes the future of Sacramento's economy dynamic. Councilmember Kaplan's inspired dedication to ensuring healthcare benefits for working families, and Councilmember Valenzuela's passion for responsible growth in downtown and midtown. Growth that is reflective of the workers and families who truly make the city great. Serving on the Sacramento Planning and Design Commission would be a humbling continuation of my dedication to public service and an opportunity to give back to the city that I love. Thank you. Thank you. Our next applicant is Barry Boyd. Microphone check. Good afternoon, uh, committee. Um, and with that, Yes, I know we just had the SHRA, but my application was in case uh, Emmanuel was going to run for his uh, other political seat and vacate the commission that he's on. So with that, I was just outside the door, but I just didn't come in for that uh, interview. But with that said, uh, I thank you uh, for seeing me this afternoon and answering the question that has uh, been posed to us, why my interest? I'm a current member on the Planning and Design Commission, having served, uh, I think I have two and a half, just over two and a half years in, eligible for the second term, and would like to continue serving on that commission, bringing forward the, sometimes the questions that aren't asked by other commissioners, to which I have absolutely no problem in being that one who asks that question if we don't have the entirety of a of the uh, I'll use the word facts the objectiveness I'll, I'll use that instead uh, we can make a sound decision not to say that happens often but sometimes all of the objective information 
isn't brought forth. To that, I'd like to uh, uh, continue to serve so I can continue to bring my unbiased and fair-minded, uh, fair-mindedness to the commission from a non-political, non-special interest, nor self-serving perspective. I look forward for uh, too many questions that you may have for me, and I really look forward to continuing to serve on the Planning and Design Commission here for the City of Sacramento, representing the folks which we have taken the oath to represent, and that would be the citizens of the City of Sacramento. Thank you. Thank you. Our next applicant is David Carlson. Good afternoon. I'm a landlord. I do asset and property management for 30 local buildings. I worry more about losing my keys than my phone. I work inside the boardrooms of owners and tenants. I see myself as a PDC customer with skin in the game. Naturally, I'm interested in what the PDC does upstream for me and similar constituents, how PDC actions structure and incentivize downstream. If I'm on this commission, perhaps my point of view might add thought diversity to your team, ideally even elevate the dialogue. I'm a B-licensed building contractor like my dad. <clears throat> I'm also a real estate broker and attorney. I'm married to an engineer. I appreciate real estate in an interdisciplinary, holistic way. My team oversees many land uses like restaurants, dry cleaners, places of worship, uh, industrial with hazmat, wet labs with uh, hazmat, medical office, and some resi. Uh, principals I work for have recently developed 140 apartments. We talk about it. I run 30 miles a week all over town. Uh, I notice things. Just one quick story. I first contemplated a PTC role after working on five CUPs and two initial studies for one address. Uh, in the past, Davis wanted labs, not gyms, which in that jurisdiction requires a CUP. I wanted to fill a 40% vacancy, but there wasn't as much demand for labs from UC spinoffs as Davis thought. And if my place ever filled up, 100% lab, a 60,000 square foot complex would become underparked. So fast forward with a, a mixed use tenant base, my complex now gets 1,000 kid visits per month to swim, dance, and fencing lessons, conducts, uh, conducts lab studies and infant gut um, biome kind of issues, has dispensary customers, and manufactures food grade products with butane. Uh, mixed uses and varied peak of time, day intensities complement each other and our parking situation. Thank you very much. Our next applicant is Nikolai Ellis. Hey, committee, I'm Nick, uh, applying for Planning and Design Commission seat here today. Uh, professionally, I really just hope to leverage my industrial construction uh, experience. I've helped build chemical plants in the Bay Area. Um, and then also uh, South America, Europe, uh, and the Eastern uh, Seaboard of United States of America, um, where basically I served as a liaison for basically planning um, how the site is laid out, basically doing all the HAZOP reviews um, and LOPA reviews, basically safety parameters in which you determine uh, where stuff can and can't be. And I basically just served as like that intersection between design, um, safety, and then what operations need, and then also bottom line of what the company needed. Um, and then other than that, um, I had the opportunity in, when I was at the University of California, San Diego, to uh, do research and then also be an intern at a startup where I wrote uh, Department of Defense grants for battery research, and um, which gave me just kind of an 
experience in understanding those grants, um, as well as um, actually authoring them, which um, I feel would be valuable on this commission here. Um, and then as far as why I'm applying for the commission, I'm mostly applying um, because, as two people sit here, Ryan Brown and Maya, uh, is that in order to affect change in my community, I need to be involved, and I've been a really silent advocate my whole life. Um, as all my friends and family know, if anything's less than 20 miles, I bike or I scooter there, uh, regardless of the weather. And to affect that change in my community, um, we need to effectively increase uh, density. Um, and I think that's the change I can really affect on uh, PDC. And then other than that, um, I had the lived experience is growing up in four different districts within Sacramento, so I know the community really well and I've been a 20-year resident. So thank you for your time today and consideration. Thank you. Our next applicant is Brian Newman Lindsay. They do not appear to be in the audience today. Uh, Stephen Rosen. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, my name is Steve Rosen, and I'm delighted to be here today. Uh, my qualifications include my uh, 20 years ex in the field, where I worked as a project review planner, where I got the chance to help homeowners, neighbors, builders, and my colleagues toward design solutions that let everyone accomplish their goals. I worked with the tribal community to overcome distrust of government and to create a plan to protect their village from rising seas. And now I'm a transportation planner, working to connect people to the places they need to go safely and carbon-free by building partnerships and watching costs. Um, I'm interested in serving because Sacramento is a dynamic and welcoming place, and I want to bring my experience to make our plans and projects the best they can be because we all want our projects to succeed for everyone. Um, so much of what's important is connected to how we build our city. Household uh, financial wellness comes down to housing and transportation costs. Environmental sustainability is connected to things like sprawl, exhaust, and hardscape runoff. Uh, fiscal health for the government is connected to taxable activities within the borders and the efficient uh, infrastructure. Uh, families are impacted when generations have to leave due to housing costs. And even the animal shelter is impacted when people must give up their pets when they need to find a place to live. Um, I'm most interested in preparing Sacramento for the challenges that await us in the 21st century. Uh, there's profound changes to our climate and dem demographics are coming. And if we prepare, we can harness that to create a bright future for everybody. Uh, we can expand opportunities for human thriving, uh, which will do in, which by making sure everybody has a home uh, that they can afford for anybody who needs, to, who needs to or wants to live in Sacramento, and that they'll find a good job, a good school, a good park, and a place for community. Uh, thank you. Our final applicant this afternoon is Trisha Stevens. I don't see Trisha Stevens in the audience, and she informed our office beforehand that she would likely not appear today. Members, before we do something, um, Madam Clerk, I need you up front to clarify something for me, please, which I thank you, Councilmember Valenzuela, for bringing up, because I need a little bit of clarification of what we legally can and can't do. So before us, is an appointment to uh, seat J, which is doesn't require any generalized training. But several applicants only applied for seat L, 
are we as a body legally allowed to appoint anybody to seat J if their application only mentions seat L? So if their application mentions either seat you can appoint them to, your agenda this afternoon um, states that we're conducting interviews for seat J. Um, I believe that we've reviewed applications and they would need to be um, a licensed person, and so we would have to double check to make sure that they're qualified for that other seat, so seat L. Okay, so um, I, I will, I did go through the applications, so I, I just need to very much clarify because uh, we apologize for the confusion. Uh, Mr. Blunt in his application only applied for seat L. So therefore, if we are doing seat J today and it doesn't mention both, we cannot legally appoint him. I would as be well as David Carlson and Nikolai Dimitri Ellis. They only applied for seat L. So even if they applied for L, you could appoint them to J. However, if they're qualified for L, we do have that seat available. And so you may wish to hold off on that candidate um, for the next round. But I would invite others who may have applied for L um, to also be interviewed. I just wanted to make it clear we weren't doing anything legally. We weren't uh, <laughs> allowed to do. So even if somebody submitted an application for L and we're just considering seat J today, we can appoint anybody. You could appoint anyone. Anybody who is before us has met it and we're not doing anything we're not supposed to, but seat L, which is still open and we're looking, requires a license qualification. Correct. That's so correct. if there's somebody who applied today who may not get chosen, if they have that license uh, for seat L, can reapply. That's correct. Or we could hold over and the direction of this commission, if you'd like us to invite them back to also interview for seat L, we'd be happy to do so. They would not need to reapply. Okay. Uh, can we just double check? Because there might be one or two that do have a license that could hold over to, to seat L. Because did seat L's application period time close? Um, Mr. Bradberg, I believe that's still open. And I believe that staff has reviewed those applications, but there may be some in this group that we could move over and, and interview at your next meeting. Right. Uh, staff did uh, review those applications. Um, from their review, uh, they found that no applicant uh, specified that, and let me read off the qualifications here, um, that uh, no one specified that they were a licensed architect, lead architect, landscaped architect, um, contractor, or licensed engineer. Um, so those items weren't specified uh, in the applications. If we do have someone, uh, any of the applicants here today who do meet those, uh, we would need them to reapply and, uh, you know, and, and say that uh, so that we can take that into consideration. And after this meeting, we can reach out to those applicants to reconfirm their qualifications. But I think in the initial glance, they were not qualified. Okay. Unless in their qualifications, I, I feel like I read somebody is like a contractor or has other license that potentially would be considered. We'd be happy to hold those over to the next um, and reevaluate those applications and reach out to them to see if they do have those qualifications. Perfect. So before I turn it over, well, you guys switched. Uh, before I turn it over to Councilmember Lolowe, 
Thank you, clerk. Sorry, everybody, for the confusion. Just wanting to make sure whatever we do, we are legally permitted to do. So everybody on the list, no matter whether seat they put, is open for qualification. Councilmember Lulowi. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, again, I want to thank um, every applicant, obviously, for your time today and your commitment uh, to um, volunteer your job for what our city needs. Um, Based on um, this item, I'd like to um, uh, motion to appoint uh, Mr. Robert Blunt for um, seat J. J. <laughs> <laughs> we have a motion by Councilmember Lilloe, Vice Chair Maples. And I'm happy to second that. Um, and I just want to say, you know, again, I feel like we're broken records up here, but just having so many qualified people always makes us really challenging. Great to see some, some young folks here and others who are who uh, I always encourage you to, to continue applying. Um, there's lots of opportunities at the city. Um, and it sounds like there might be an opportunity for this very board very soon, uh, depending on your qualification. So if you are qualified, um, have those certifications, please do reapply or you'll be reached out to by the, by the clerk's office. Um, and, you know, I just think it, I especially want to say, I know we have a lot of uh, different voices um, on our boards and commissions, but um, I really appreciate having um, a, at least one voice from organized labor on um, the Planning and Design Commission. I think it's really important. Um, we do have a lot of people with, with very specific qualifications. We have people from different um, aspects of the community, including the development community. And I think that that's wonderful because you have people who um, really understand the boots on the ground, what they're doing. Um, and then one element of that, of course, is the people who build the things. Um, and so I think it's really important to have that voice as well. So happy to support. Mr. Boyd, Mr. Boyd, you know I love you. Um, you serve on everything you possibly can. Um, you're on our Housing Code and Appeals Board. You were just on the SHRA Commission, and now you've been on the Planning Commission. And I just want to thank you for all of that time and service. I know it won't ever stop um, as long as you're able, and I'm really grateful for the perspective you've added. But um, I do have to say having a voice from the people who actually build some of this housing is, is really important to me just from a values perspective. And so I will be supporting the motion today. Um, and look forward, uh, Mr. Boyd, and everybody who applied to your continued service in our community. Um, some of you are doing some really cool stuff, <laughs> and, and I hope that you'll continue to do that work in the city and um, continue to look for more opportunities to plug in either through our offices or on other boards and commissions. And, and I want to sentiment and say thank you, Mr. Boyd. Um, because your voice still is very important and you serve on um, a couple of our boards and commissions. So um, please keep your opinionated loud and coming. Uh, your voice is, is important. Um, we're just offering it up to um, allow new, new opportunities. Um, and so we thank you for applying and we thank you for your continued service uh, to the city. So members, we have a motion and a second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. We are now moving on to item seven, which is a review of applicants for the Sacramento Ethics Commission. For those who are here to interview, please pay attention to Jacob. You guys actually have an extra requirement. Um, so he's going to detail that right now, but uh, just make sure you answer yes or no on some of those questions we need. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Um, the seats needing recommendation this afternoon are seats A, C, and E. The requirements for seat A and C are identical and as follows. Uh, 
must be a member of the general public with a background in law, ethics, local governments, or similar experience. Uh, requirements are for seat E are that they be a member representing the general public. Um, along with the two questions you've seen today, uh, there's an additional question uh, regarding whether a candidate uh, meets the criteria in Sacramento City Code Section 2.112.040. Uh, subsection 2 uh, that would disqualify the applicants uh, from serving now this um, this was detailed in the initial um, invitation email uh, that our office sent um, so you should be familiar with the question uh, but we will have it available um, up on the uh, projector as you um, as you, uh, you know, answer all these questions um, again these should be uh, yes or no answers. Uh, you do not need to divulge any uh, personal or private information when uh, answering this question. Uh, so our first applicants today, or we have four qualified applicants, uh, four applicants today. Uh, our first applicant is Derek Cressman. Actually, one moment. I'll uh, I'll go ahead and read out the entirety of the uh, the question. Um, Doug, if you could please pull up the um, ethics requirement. Thank you. So, um, it's to confirm whether you meet the criteria um, uh, stated here that would disqualify uh, you from the position on the Sacramento Ethics Commission. Uh, so let me read all this out. Um, a, a person who or whose spouse, registered domestic partner, or child has contributed to a candidate for city elective office in a single city election cycle in either of the last two city election cycles preceding their date of application to be on the commission. Uh, more than 50% of the allowable amount for a council member candidate. Uh, B, a person who or whose spouse, registered domestic partner, or child is or has been within the two years immediately preceding their date of application to be on the commission, um, any of the following. Uh, a paid employee of the city, a registered city lobbyist, or someone who is required to be a registered city lobbyist, or an appointee of any local or state uh, elected official. Um, and then finally, C, a person who, a person who or whose spouse registered a domestic partner, parent, sibling, or child has been within four years immediately preceding their date of application to be on the commission, any of the following. Elected to or a candidate for city elective office, an employee of or paid consultant or contractor to a campaign for city elective office, or a paid employee of a consultant to or someone under contract with any city elected official. Again, this was provided uh, on the initial um, uh, uh, interview invite. Um, uh, again, you'll have, we'll provide a little extra time, about two minutes and 30 seconds uh, for you to speak on the um, initial questions as well as give uh, yes or no answers to. Um, so let me just split screen, keep that there, and then the questions over there. Um, let me see if we can do split screen. We were going to. Doug, if we could please uh, uh, split screen these two items, so uh, the, the questions on one side and the uh, specific ethics question on the other. 
Excellent. Thank you, Doug. We greatly appreciate you. Okay. Our first applicant today is Derek Cressman. Uh, good afternoon. Thank you, committee members. Uh, let me first address the, uh, the qualifications question. I can say I do meet the criteria as described in the code, so I don't forget that. Um, and uh, let me just say, you know, I, I confess, applying to be on the Ethics Commission feels a little bit like applying to be a skunk at a garden party, you know, and that I, I am very well aware from my career that no human being likes to have some sort of nanny state ethics hold peering over their shoulder telling them what they should or should not do. But I, I feel it's very important that the city does have an ethics commission, and that's why I was involved 10 and 15 years ago in grassroots um, citizen efforts to establish the commission. Uh, I remain very grateful to Angela Gashby and Daryl Steinberg for their leadership role in pushing us over um, that edge and, and establishing the commission and am applying because I still feel some sense of duty or responsibility to ensure that that commission is, is functional and, and meeting its original intents. Um, in terms of my qualifications, I spent about 25 years um, professionally working for nonpartisan good government organizations like Common Cause on issues that included ethics policy as well as campaign finance, voting rights, um, redistricting issues. Most of that work was at the uh, state and the federal level, but I've you know always been involved uh, locally just as a, a volunteer and would seek to be involved here in that capacity. Um, I do feel, you know, we are living in a historical moment where it is more important than ever that we do what we can to build uh, public trust among all public figures, journalists and, and elected officials. There's only so much an ethics commission can do about that given how much misinformation and conspiracy theories and whatnot people are exposed to. We've all seen what happened on January 6th, um, and, and things are you know, incredibly scary in my view at the federal level and at other places, but we are not immune to that locally in California. There's a, a pretty tense situation in Reading right now where people do not have faith in their elections process. I think many of you are familiar with what's going on in Los Angeles with the toxic environment there. So I'd like to do what I can to ensure that we don't have those problems here in Sacramento and do what we can to have clear um, ethics rules and, and trainings for candidates and staff to follow. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, when answering uh, the uh, question on whether you meet any of the criteria per Sacramento City Code 2.112040, subsection 2, you said you did meet that criteria, which would mean that you did meet one of these um, uh, you know, specific criteria that would disqualify you. I'm sorry, I misspoke. I, I, um, I do not meet the criteria for qualifications, and therefore, I believe, uh, for disqualification, <laughs> and therefore, I believe, meet the criteria for appointment to the board, and appreciate the clear opportunity to clarify that. Thank you. Yeah, double negatives. Thanks. <laughs> appreciate you coming up. Thank you. Thank you. Our next applicant is Nicole Velasquez. She does not appear to be in the audience. Um, she informed our office beforehand that she had a prior obligation would not be able to uh, attend this meeting. Um, we'll now move to Alan LaFaso. Oh, good afternoon, and I caught your attention to the pronunciation of my name, and I appreciate you getting it perfect. 
Uh, good afternoon, uh, members of the committee, uh, for the first question. And I appreciate you putting it up there because I've read these, I guess there are three criteria many times, including the time the measure was on the ballot. Uh, some time ago when a friend asked me to apply and I did not, and I fell within one of the disqualification windows as a former uh, deputy controller, but I'm well out of uh, that disqualification window and I can tell you, having read it very, very carefully multiple times, that I do not fall within any of the three disqualification criteria. Why do I want to be an ethics commissioner? I do have some friends of the Good Government Committee who did urge me to apply, although I'm sure they've asked others to apply. Um, I am something of a habitual public servant, um, and I like to believe I have a personal commitment to fair-mindedness and unbiased decision-making. As for qualifications, um, I have a long career in state government, um, mostly as a political appointee, which in other times in my life would have disqualified me. But that's an environment that poses a lot of very challenging ethics type of matters, and I have a very, a lot of practical experience with it. But more professionally pertinent, um, I'm a member of the bar, and when I worked uh, for a member of the Board of Equalization, I was her de facto uh, chief counsel for nine years and in a very contentious uh, adjudicatory process. We did have a lot of interesting issues come up, like conflict of interest, open meeting laws. Um, so there was a fair amount of writing memos, analyzing staff memos, so I have a lot of practical experience. Finally, um, being a former city planning commissioner, uh, former Board of Equalization chief deputy, and a number of other roles, um, I have a lot of adjudicatory experience, which uh, having recently watched one of the Ethics Commission meetings, I understand that's fundamentally what the Ethics Commission does. Um, and finally, um, a number of roles I've performed also involve a lot of fiduciary perspectives, and part of being a fiduciary, this is something came up when I uh, represented the state controller on the CalPERS board, being a fiduciary means making decisions without one's own personal interest in mind, which I think is the essential obligation of an ethics commissioner. And nine seconds left, thank you. Our final applicant for today is Annette Emery. I'm so pleased you saved the best for last. I, I feel very special. So first with the three questions, and I hate double negatives. I hope I answered this correctly. I actually asked for clarification on A when applying for this to make sure. So under these, I am qualified because none of these apply to me. How does that work? Okay. Uh, yeah, double negatives don't do well for me. Okay, thank you. Why am I interested? I'm one of the people who believes in that old-fashioned saying, ethics is doing the right thing even when no one is watching. And when you add that to the fact I'm sort of a governance wonk, I really do believe that good governance is what will really keep the country running, will keep our city running. It keeps boards, commissions, everything running that... It's not just whoever screams the loudest. It's really going through the process and making sure we're doing things right and are transparent. I've also noticed many times people that go, I hate that person. I think they're unethical when what they really mean is I disagree with what they said. So I think that's really important to educate the public that if you disagree with somebody, please look. Is it their philosophy or did they actually do something wrong? Because that's a really big difference. Um, 
my experience, I actually, many years ago, was on the Grant School Board, which no longer exists, part of Twin Rivers for almost 10 years. And when I got on that one, a common practice, and I'm sure Ms. Kaplan will find this appalling, was that they would meet in private and leave the window open so the people could be outside listening. So when they asked some of us to come in and say, we really do need a huge, uh, we need new people, a lot of complaints we got, we don't know what's going on. And it's like, there are things in private that we're doing correctly, but it's not up to everybody, especially when you're doing things like uh, affecting children who have been suspended because they did something stupid because they were 15 years old. So since I've, I'm retired from uh, Caltrans, where I was a transportation planner, I'm retired as a special education teacher. I worked with emotion disturbed kids in group home, and I do a lot of way too much volunteering. I've been with my the Garland Northgate Neighborhood Association for a very long time, and I think it's important to bring the product of ethics and good governance even to our local level. Thank you so much. All right, members, thank you so much to all of our applicants. Um, we are appointing for seat A, which uh, reminder is uh, for a background in law, ethics, or local government. Seat C is a member of the general public, also uh, same requirements that Ms. Valesquez is serving in and seat E, a member representing the general public. Seat A and seat E are open. I would like to see our uh, incumbent uh, reappointed, but I will turn it over to our vice chair for any further comments. Bless you, and, and thank you, chair. <laughs> um, so yes, certainly would like to, um, again, would love to see our, the incumbent um, reappointed, so that's Ms. Nicole Velasquez uh, to seat C. Um, and then I'd like to see Alan LaFaso to seat A, and Annette Emery to seat E. And as always, uh, you know, Mr. Cressman, incredibly qualified, so glad to see you here and hope to, if this moves forward, hope to see you um, move forward and, and apply for other positions as well, because you know, it's always good to see you and appreciate your work. Turn it over to Council Member Valenzuela as well. Yeah, not um, just to say that I'll abstain from this um, vote just because I have outside relationships with some of the folks um, being considered out of an abundance of ethical caution to the theme of the day. But appreciate everybody for applying. Thank you for being here. All right. Well, there is a motion. Uh, there is a second by Councilmember Lilloe. Um, do I have an aye from Maple, Lilloe, and Kaplan with an abstain from uh, Ms. Valenzuela? Aye. All right, aye. Thank you everyone for applying. Please don't be the skunk in the garden. We don't, I don't see it that way. Uh, I appreciate the metaphor uh, very much. Uh, thank you for your time and consideration. Please apply again um, for other items. And now turning it over to item eight, which is our Sacramento Yellow Mosquito and Vector Control District, which I, I have a feeling I am seeing Mr. Raymond Latore uh, still sitting in the audience right here, who is the only applicant who has lasted. <laughs> Save the best for last. Jacob. Excellent. Thank you, Chair. Uh, the seat needing recommendation today is seat A. Uh, requirements for seat A are as follows. A member appointed by the incorporated city of Sacramento. We have one applicant for review today, uh, Mr. Raymond Latour. Good afternoon, Chair and Committees. 
or to our, what do you say? No, not committee, uh, commissioners? Whatever, yeah, <laughs> horrible. My name is Raymond Latore, and I value the mission to protect public health. Since my appointment in 2015, I have gained a lot of knowledge about mosquitoes and vector control. For instance, the mosquito is the world's deadliest animal in the world, spreading diseases like malaria, dengue, West Nile, Zika, and others. The mosquito kills more people than any other creature in the world. Only female mosquitoes bite people and animals to get a blood meal, which is needed to produce eggs. And something as little as a bottle cap can produce 300 eggs, and it can take as little as a week for larvae to emerge as adults. Many people don't know what vector control is. A vector is an insect or animal that transmits a disease to other animals or humans. Common vectors are mosquitoes, ticks, fleas, and lice. District personnel are available to address any mosquito problems. I appreciate your consideration. Thank you. Well, I want to say first and foremost, thank you. Very few people truly understand the most deadly animal in the world is a mosquito. And this area is a hotbed. So yes. the work that you guys do is hugely important. Not many people see it. So thank you. Um, I did not know about the bottle cap, so I feel like I've been educated for the day that I have my one fact. Standing, standing water, yeah, dump and drain. Standing water, <laughs> like a bottle cap, standing water. Right? So uh, Council Member Lilloy. Thank you very much, uh, <laughs> Madam Chair. Um, obviously, this was a very tough one. Uh, <laughs> but um, your knowledge on mosquitoes, I mean, I, I was writing notes, making notes. I mean. <laughs> Usually when I see a dog towards me, I'll run the other way. But now, you know, just it's, kind mosquito. Of, it's the mosquitoes that are the most dangerous. So, um, again, I want to thank you for applying. And um, I'd like to um, um, move the motion to appoint uh, Mr. LaFleur. For seat A. Yes. I have a motion. Second. Second by Council Member uh, Valenzuela. All in favor, aye. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you for your service. Right. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. Absolutely. Um, thank you. And then do we have any comments on items not on the agenda? Seeing and hearing none, this meeting is adjourned, giving us 50 minutes of open time. Woo!